This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nation. You're invited to take your seat. Take a seat. At the Warriors Roundtable. Left side, it's a three. In and out, rebound, out to Curry. Let's it fly. Three ball. Left corner pocket. Welcome to the table. On the exclusive home of your Golden State Warriors. 95-7 the game. Curry fires away. Three ball. Above the break. Here's Kevin Dana. Right and Gary St. What's up, folks? Welcome to Warriors Roundtable on 95-7 The Game. Kevin Dan alongside Gary St. Jean with you on this Tuesday evening in the Bay Area as the Warriors get set to head out to Utah, and they'll do so without Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, and Andrew Wiggins available. We'll get to that a little bit later in the show. Taking your calls all hour long, 888-957-9570, and we'd like to remind you that the Warriors 2022-23 season is presented by Kaiser Permanente. And Gary, we'll start with last night's loss to Indiana, 112-104. That really would have been a good one to get. Kind of a, a frustrating loss. Not kind of, definitely a frustrating loss because it, it felt like a great opportunity to get some wiggle room away from 500. You win that game, you get to 14-11. You're three games above 500 going into the 7-8 of eight stretch on the road on the docket. And you have a shorthanded Pacers team that was without Tyrese Halliburton and also didn't have Miles Turner and they're coming off three straight losses but you could tell early on that this wasn't going to be an easy game well Kev I think it's a a short uh, chapter in the NBA season this year it's about parity and uh, if you tell me that you think that Utah and Portland are the surprise teams in the West you've got to say that the Pacers are the surprise team in the East. And you noted Turner was out last night and has missed a number of games. Halliburton's had an amazing year, uh, terrific. I mean, he's had nights with 15 assists and zero turnovers. And when I look at that team, uh, I was talking to my son, Greg, who was on the way to the airport to go to Denver after they beat Phoenix last night. And I said, Greg, who is this guy, Nembard? And he said, Dad, remember him? He played for Gonzaga. And, and, you know, I'm getting older. I don't remember all these names. And then it registered <laughs> with me. And I got to tell you something. That kid blew me away last night. He was fantastic. And, uh, you know, you just look at this. And, and, and after the first quarter, St- Steve said it in his post game. He said, hey, we knew we were in for it. This team was uh, playing hard and confident. 
They've got a bunch of young uh, athletes coming off the bench. And uh, when I look at this game, you know, Steph Curry gets the Sportsman of the Year for 2022. we got to remember, he is human. And uh, <laughs> he's had an amazing season so far. And this, you could say this is his first, what I want to say, real down game uh, of the whole season. Uh, since you and I have talked, I mean, Clay has been playing well. I think Poole has been scoring well. And uh, I liked Kaminga last night. So I, I think it's more to give credit to the Pacers than to, to really uh, jump on the wagon and say, oh, gosh, you lost a home game and now you got all these road games. Well, yes, you do. But I think right now, after the Boston game, uh, which is coming up, I think, uh, 10th, uh, after that, yep. you're saying to yourself, okay, we're going on the road. But you know what? We're playing better basketball. We're not going to be intimidated by going on the road. We're, we're ready to go out there and, and play. We've, uh, we've defined our team in a, in a better way. Uh, Kev, you're going to give us an update on Weissman. I, I feel like he's doing better down there and feels like he's going to be coming up and maybe making a contribution. So, uh, you know, sometimes I get kidded by guys and saying I'm always seeing the glass half full. But I, I really feel that way about the team. Yeah, I agree with you. Gary, and the fact that to me the loss isn't concerning. It's frustrating, definitely. Yes, because that's you look a good at work. The Pacers didn't have available and how well Golden State has played at home. They had a 10 game home winning streak going into that one. But if you take a look at it, no Andrew Wiggins with the right adductor tightness. Stephen Curry had his worst game of the year, and the Warriors still had a lead yeah. in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that that that's a great breakdown. And Hey, I got to tell you what, I mean, again, since we've talked, Wiggins, he's just playing fantastic. Uh, gee, it's it's just great to see. The guy looks, he looks happy. You know, he's, he's confident shooting a three ball, and that sets the whole rest of his offensive game up because now you got to come up and guard him, and we all know what a great guy he is off the bounce going to the rack. And what more, what more needs to be said about his defense? Uh, you know, he's, he's terrific on that end of the floor. And uh, I know the team is, is in the 500 area, but you can't tell me that he and uh, Steph are not going to make the all-star team. I, I just think uh, they're, they're penciled in. And uh, so with that said, they're going to sit him out tomorrow, and you're going to say, geez, what? well, maybe Steve's taking a little page out of his uh, old coach uh, in Greg Popovich. And he's looking at his guys and saying, hey, you know, I, I, you can say whatever you want. And they don't sit guys at home. It's more on the road. And uh, you know what? He's saying to himself, I, I got to have these guys ready to go in April. Uh, I don't have to, you know, win every single game right now. We'll go out and give it our best effort tomorrow, give chances for other guys to step up. Uh, we saw during, since we last chatted, we saw Moody come off the bench. And when some guys are out, He's getting a chance to play. Responded very well uh, the game before last. Not as good last night. And you chatted about Kaminga and how well he's been playing. I thought DiVincenzo played well. So, um, you know, it, it just uh, it, it's coming together with the bench. And we talked about Draymond's effect there. And I guess he's he's somewhat fatigued. And, you know, they monitor these guys unbelievable now. And, uh, you know, he's been setting a great tone for that second group. I think it's really uh, helping them immensely. You know, 
with respect to Draymond Green and Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins being out for Wednesday's game, we always talk about Denver being at altitude. But do you think if it was a different opponent, that it wasn't Utah with kind of the altitude effect that that has there, since this isn't the back end of a back-to-back tomorrow, they will have today off that maybe if it was another road opponent, maybe a little bit closer, that they would be available? You know, you can make that case. Uh, and I think most fans don't have a concept of what it's like playing in Utah. It, it is very, very similar to Denver. And and you're spot on talking about that altitude. And, you know, when you had to chase John Stockton around for an entire night and then he throws the ball into Carl Malone, it wasn't a lot of fun in the old days. And, uh, you know, I just I just think it's it's – the whole whole staff, uh, led by Bob Myers and, and all of the uh, people in the training staff and the nutrition and, you know, all about their endurance and their aerobic stuff, uh, it's, it's monitored now, Kev, like never before. Uh, it, it is amazing. And, and with that said, uh, there must have been some caution uh, fla- uh, flags go up. And they had a discussion about it. And again, I, I'm not shocked by this. I, I think we see it around the league. Uh, you know, we're seeing guys getting nights off. And maybe people want to debate 82-game schedule. Well, nobody wants to give up money, uh, yeah. whether it's, it's ownership, players. You cut this thing down 10 games, the revenue stream is going to go way down. And you know we read today about the, the, the December fifteenth is a, is the date for uh, you know for the new uh, contract to, to stay in in the negotiation process and uh, the league is is just doing fabulous and uh, you know they 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 talk with the teams too and uh, this this thing isn't being abused it's just uh, it's just a situation that they think is best for these guys individually. And we know that Steph's got a little soreness in an ankle. And we know that, you know, Wiggins has an oblique or, or abdominal problem that uh, he's dealing with. Yep. So those guys will not be available on Wednesday's game against the Jazz tomorrow night, but it should make room for more minutes for Jonathan Kaminga and some of that bench unit. And Jonathan Kaminga, I thought last night put together another really solid game. Yes, he fouled out. He's a little over-aggressive on defense. Maybe got beat at the point of attack a time or two in the fourth quarter when he's trying to guard Andrew Nemhard. But he was very active on the glass. He was really unselfish. And he was perfect from the floor, scoring 10 points in his 24-ish minutes off the bench. Well, don't you think it's cool? And to me, it's a sign of confidence by the coaches. They're willing to put him on a small or a big Uh yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. And that's telling me that he moves his feet really well, that he uh, has lateral mobility. And uh, so with that said, is he picking up some falls uh, as a young guy? Maybe that uh, are touch falls that in, in due time with experience he, he won't have. Uh, yeah, I think so. But I think they, they like how hard he's playing and working on that defensive end. Kev, you know what? I was really impressed with his passing last night. Yes. Uh, this guy, he, he had a couple of times he could have taken it as the young guy. He could have taken it right to the rim. But instead, he was looking to make the extra pass, setting up a teammate. And I like that. I, I, I've always shared, you show me a guy who knows how to pass, he knows how to play. 
And the fact that he has the feel and the confidence to make these plays, that bodes really, really well for the future. And uh, who the heck knows? You, you, you know, in due time, you can see him playing, you know, point power forward or whatever he's going to be. Uh, I just love the way he's comfortable handling the ball and distributing it. Yeah, he was kind of making that Anthony Lamb to Stephen Curry pass in the corner last night. Yes. That, that, that extra pass really has clicked in for Jonathan Kaminga. Well, Warriors fans, Warriors Basketball Academy, powered by Rakuten, announced their winter camp schedule with locations throughout the Bay Area. Register before December 7th for any December or January session of Warriors Basketball Camp and save $15. To learn more, please visit gswacademy.com. We'll take a break, come back, talk a little bit more about last night's loss to Indiana, and discuss some individual performances from Poole, Wiggins, and Clay, and Draymond in recent games. All that to look forward to on the other side of this break here on 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If you've just joined us, don't worry. We saved your seat. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. At the Warriors Roundtable. On 95.7 The Game. Curry behind the back. Wade stops it, pops on the way. Ridiculous three on the white sideline. Now, here's Kevin Dana and Gary St. Jean. Sub Nation, you don't want to miss this matchup. Join us live at Chase Center on December 10th as the Dubs host the Boston Celtics presented by Chase Freedom. All fans in attendance will receive a free splash towel. Get your tickets now at warriors.com or call 888-GSW-HOOP. Representatives are standing by. Should be a good one. Rematch of the NBA Finals. We'll break down that matchup a little bit later on in the show. Just want to spend a little bit more time on Stephen Curry's game last night against the Pacers. Uh, great to see Steph be named SI Sports Person of the Year. We'll get into that a little bit later as well. But this was his uh, worst game of the regular season to this point, statistically speaking, with his 3 of 17, shooting 2 of 10 from downtown. Did get off 6 assists, but just 12 points for Stephen Curry in this game. And Indiana, got to give them a lot of credit for the way they defended him. Gary, what would you like about how Indiana guarded Steph last night? Well, you know, it's it's a copycat league. And what do I mean by that? Uh, you have so many people. In my day, there weren't as many, but you have so many people breaking down film. 
And I thought one of the best performances this year trying to guard Steph was, was Sacramento. And I thought they, whenever he had the ball, they had uh, 10 eyes and 10 bodies ready to rotate to him uh, and make somebody else beat you. And with that said, I, I thought they really did a great job. Obviously, the point of attack, they contained penetration. And, you know, we're not going to see many nights he's going to miss that many open threes. But to their credit, uh, a lot of good contestment. Uh, didn't give them avenues to drive to the hoop. And uh, they did a good job. They've got, they've got some good athletes. I, I frankly was kind of surprised that they did that good a job. But I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, that's the first time I've watched them uh, through the quarter poll here at about 20 games because that's not a team that I set my dial to to watch. Uh, <laughs> so I, I give them respect. I, I just thought they, they did a great job. And obviously that that's one of the keys to their win. It really was. And with the win, Indiana was able to stay above 500. They are fifth in the East right now at 13-11. So, so, yeah, just a great job that Rick Carlisle has done as a head coach of the Indiana Pacers. Well, another reason why the Warriors didn't win that game, with all due respect to Indiana, is because they didn't have Andrew Wiggins. And the game before against the Houston Rockets, Andrew Wiggins was spectacular. 14 Mm. of 19 for the field, from the field. 8 of 10 from downtown for 36 points. And with that three-point performance tying a career high in in makes in a game he also surpassed Stephen Curry for having the best three-point accuracy on the team at 45 percent I mean he was just in a zone against the Rockets on Saturday night Gary well Kev you know when he when he came out of into the league you know everybody said he, he was a great athlete that could really put the ball on the floor and attack the rim and high flyer and all that kind of stuff uh, nobody was going to tell you that they thought he was going to wind up being a plus 40% three-point shooter. But you know, when you're in the gym every day and you see Clay Thompson and Steph Curry uh, and the work that they put in, and, I, you know, maybe guys work on their own with, the, you know, the uh, player development people uh, after or before practice. But I think these young guys, you know, a guy like Poole, I think he's, emulated a lot of stuff that Steph does uh you'd be smart to say hey can I can I come over and shoot with you and you see you see that ball going in for them and you look at their mechanics and their focus and uh put it at game speed and you know I maybe he didn't do that at all uh in Minnesota but to his credit he's put into work and he keeps getting better and better you know I look at a young guy like him and he's how old is he now, Kev? He's 27, t- 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 turns 28 February 23rd. Okay, so you know what? He's he's reaching some peak years. And guys now, you know, when you got to 30 in the old days, you were about done. Now you're just hitting your stride. And uh, and he's and he's been a durable player. I mean, he hasn't been out a lot. So for him to have this issue right now, hopefully it clears up quickly. But you know, acquiring him in that trade, uh, that's going to go down as one of the great trades ever for the Warriors. I, I really, really believe that. Uh, and, and, you know, I look at the, that team last night with the Pacers. You know, you drafting, and when you're in that first round, you, you know, you you got to try to hit a home run. 
as best you can. And and you know how do you pronounce his name? Matherin, the the Benedict Matherin. Yep. Holy moly! Now he's been playing awesome, and now you get the other kid from Gonzaga in the second round. Now our our listeners don't know that the the president or GM of of the the Pacers is a former Warrior, uh, Kevin Pritchard. Uh, we had him in the early '90s when we when he had Mully and Mitch and Timmy and those guys run TMC, and uh, he could shoot the heck out of it. And I always thought he was a bright guy, and he he's done a terrific job there uh, replacing Donnie Walsh and, and Larry Bird. Yeah, no, he he really has those some home run draft picks. At least that's what it's looking like right now. Yeah. And they really did a nice reclamation job on. Jalen Smith. I mean, his rookie year, maybe reclamation's a, a little too hard, harsh of a word, but I watched him in the G League bubble his rookie season after he was drafted 10th by the Phoenix Suns. He was pretty unplayable in the G League. Like, he, he just, it didn't look like he knew kind of how to fit into the flow of the game. And now, I mean, he's shooting threes. He's moving very fluidly. I mean, that guy looks really, really good. So I, I've been impressed with the improvement of, of Jalen Smith. I, I wanted to bring this up to you, Gary. Are, are the Warriors 2-3 happy? I, I ask this because in four of their last six games, they've hit 23s. In the four wins they've had is when those 23s, 20-plus threes have come, 25 against Houston. In the two, they didn't get to 23s. Those were the two games they lost, and they were 30% or worse from beyond the arc in, in those games. I personally don't have a problem with it at all because basically in the NBA, 40% of your offense is coming from beyond the arc. The game has changed, but it's kind of been highlighted in this recent stretch. Well, I'm with you. Uh, hey, this is today's game, and uh, it, it doesn't hurt that you got two future Hall of Famers and two great three-point shooters, and Poole has emerged as, as a good shooter out there, and there's more to his game. He doesn't have to live out there. None of them do. And and with that said, uh, you know, if you're wide open, there you're, and then you've got a, as you just brought up about Wiggins, you you've got a bunch of guys out there that can make those shots. So are you going to have nights where they're not falling? Look, I. You know, I'm watching the Warriors all the time, but the other team I got to watch is the Mavericks because of my son. And for a good portion of this early part of the season, they haven't been able to hit the broadside of a Bulls fanny. And when I watch them play, I watch Bullock and Finney Smith and these guys, and they're great defenders. But, you know, Clay is what I call a two-way player. Wiggins is a two-way player. They got some defensive players who are spot-up shooters, they're not making them. Well, just last night, they beat Phoenix by 20 because they made more than 20, and they did the same thing versus the Knicks. So you're not going to have that many nights with the Warriors that they're not making shots like that. And that's who they are because it's not like come down off the dribble, boom, 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 launch. Uh, they're doing it with people movement, ball movement, and, you know, Steve Kerr's great statement. I, I just think this is terrific. Uh I've got a good shot, but Kev has a great shot. There's no hesitation. I moved the ball on to you. And yeah. uh, so with that said, now I, I think teams are really concerned, worried about defending the three ball with the Warriors. And what does that do? You know, it's textbook watching the split action. 
that they, they primarily run on the right box, and it's usually Draymond down there. And, and it may be Steph and Clay, but it could be either one of them with a big. And invariably, you're trying to block or top block the shooter, and the next thing you know, the, the big who sets the screen, he makes a back cut to the basket, and Draymond drops a, a pass that reminds me of the Harlem Globetrotters, you know, a, a beautiful no-look pass. So it, it's yeah. part of their big part of their offense. And no, I, it's a long-winded answer, but my, I, I think it's a definite no. Dub Nation, the championship ring sweepstakes presented by Chase is your chance to win your very own 2022 championship ring. All proceeds from donation entries will support the Warriors Community Foundation. Visit warriors.com slash ring sweepstakes to enter and see official rules. No purchase or donation necessary. We'll take a break. Come on back. Talk a little bit about this upcoming one-game trip to Utah and other topics here on 95.7 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Kevin Dana and Gary St. Jean are holding court. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! At the Warriors Roundtable. You can't handle the truth! Curry, screened by Draymond Curry, gets free for three. Got it! On 95.7 The Game. Now back to Kevin Dana and Gary St. Jean. Back here on Warriors Roundtable on 95.7 The Game. Kevin Dana alongside Gary St. Jean. Taking your calls for the next 20 minutes or so, 888-957-9570. After us, it'll be Dan Devone and Alan Stiles rocking the airwaves from 7 to 10 p.m. on 95.7 The Game. Let's take a look at our upcoming broadcast presented by Ticketmaster. Tomorrow night, the Dubs are in Utah to take on the Jazz. 5.30 on the air, 6 p.m. tip time with Tim Roy and Jim Barnett on the call. Then back home to take on the Boston Celtics Saturday, December 10th. 5 p.m. airtime, 5.30 tip time presented by Chase Freedom Unlimited. Then it's the start of the six-game Eastern Conference road trip. It begins in Milwaukee next Tuesday, December 13th, 4 p.m. on air, 4.30 tip time. Back end of a back-to-back in Indiana, so they play them twice in a span of nine days, Wednesday to December 14th, 
against the Pacers on the road in Indianapolis, 3.30 airtime, 4 p.m. tip time, and then Friday at Philly, 4 p.m. on the air, 4.30 tip time, and that road trip continues to Toronto and finishes up in New York, Knicks and Nets in a back-to-back before the Dubs come home to take on the Grizzlies on Christmas Day. So that's what's coming up for Golden State. First things first, they got the Utah Jazz, and as we mentioned earlier, no Steph Curry uh, dealing with a little left ankle soreness. Draymond Green is out, left hip tightness, and then the right adductor strain for Andrew Wiggins. Those three starters will not be available for the Warriors. So, Gary, when you head into a game knowing you're going to be down three of your best players, what's the mindset, what's the attitude that the team has to take going into this game with the Jazz? Well, you're on the road and you're saying to yourself, hey, you know, the old adage in all these sports is next man up. Well, it's a great opportunity for guys who are not playing as many minutes to really uh, – to really, you know, shine in in a great opportunity, and you know they have a great crowd there. They're drawing well. They're they're shocking me how well they're playing. But you know, speaking of our guys, you mentioned it. Uh, Kaminga's instead of playing twenty two, he's probably going to play thirty plus. And Moody plays eight minutes last night. He's probably going to play twenty. And and we go on and on. Pool, have you got forty minutes for me? And then you talk about uh, uh, individually and collectively as a group, let's take care of the ball and let's get quality shots. And two things that really help you on the road are rebounding, which has been a focus of Steve Kerr's. And secondly, uh, not committing foolish fouls, keeping your fouls in check, keeping the other team out of the bonus uh, you know, doing your work early, rotating there to help your teammates. And, and with that said, if, if you can achieve some of those, uh, those goals, you're going to give yourself a chance to win. I, I think they're starting to come down a little bit, although Mike Conley might be coming back. And, you know, he's the elder statesman there, great career, obviously, in Memphis. And uh, everyone thought he was going to be leaving, you know, after the other trades with Gobert and Mitchell. But, he, you know, he's there and he likes these guys. And, uh, you know, Mark and I, I just think, has reinvigorated himself after playing great in the European Championships. Uh, he's a different guy. He, he's, he's playing terrific uh, basketball. And, you know, Sexton's a guy that is kind of a score-first guy, but he can get it up there and, and, and he's very fast. And, of course, Con- uh, Clarkson is having a heck of a year. A lot of people thought that he might be traded, that they were going to clean house. But no, I think they'd, they'd like to extend him. So, uh, you know, it, uh, and Kelly Olenek, you know, you look at him and say, well, gee, he's not too fast or he doesn't jump too high. You know what he can do? He can shoot and he can pass and he's smart. And uh, so with that said, you look at Will Hardy, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of a fan of his because he played at Williams College where you say, where the heck is that? Well, that's in the Berkshires in Massachusetts. If you like small uh, schools like uh, Pomona and the, t- and the schools down in the Claremont, McKenna and those down in Southern California, well, you've got Amherst and Williams and Wesleyan. My son Greg went to Wesleyan. Uh, they're great schools. Hardy would have gotten the job in Boston uh, had he stayed there. And, but here he is there in Utah. 
Uh, Danny Ainge is really high on him. And, and Kev, I just think they've done a fabulous job there. They, they really have. I mean, they got off to that 10-3 and three start. They're 14-12. and 12. They've won two of their last three. Lowry marketing at 22 points per game. You were mentioning Kelly Olenek. He's shooting 47% yeah. from three this year, and Clarkson's taking a nice jump. He was always a great sixth, seventh man option. Yes. He and Joe Ingles, uh, you know, the past few years before the Ingles injury, then before all the trades, Gobert and Donovan Mitchell leaving town. But he's up to close to 20 points per game just about. So Clarkson's been doing a great job. So this is, as you mentioned, Gary, an opportunity for other guys to step up. And one guy who could be playing tomorrow night who hasn't played for a while for Golden State is James Wiseman. Just got recalled from Santa Cruz. He will be available for the Utah Jazz game. Not sure how much time he's going to get out there. I will say this, though. Because he's been playing heavy minutes with Santa Cruz, last weekend in back-to-back, 27 minutes, 14 seconds, in the Friday, went over to the Stockton Kings, backed that up the next night, 28 minutes and 26 seconds, and had double-doubles in both games. The Friday game, he was spectacular. 24 mm. points, 13 rebounds on 11 of 13 shooting. Came wow. back down to earth the next game with 10 points and 10 rebounds. But he is in much better game shape, you would have to say now, instead of just riding the pine. And yes, I know G League competition is an NBA competition, but his legs are going to be more acclimated to a regular season game now that he has gotten you know, good. It's been seven games that he's been with Santa Cruz, so he's gotten into a nice rhythm. I was reading today about him, and how much do you put into the, the plus-minus and, and what his numbers were? Well, so it, it's interesting because he was clearly much better on Friday, and he was a minus, and then – on, on Saturday, he had 10 points, 10 rebounds, but kind of you know disappeared for stretches of the game. It was like a plus 17 or something like that. They won both of these games, but he was significantly better on Friday and, and just the plus minus. And, and he like was clearly better than Namias Keita, who really had the upper hand on him the game before. So I really like seeing the kind of response to adversity that he faced in a, their their last loss to the Stockton Kings. They played them three games in a row, and, and he really bounced back strong. I, I mean, anyone who watched James Wiseman on Friday would say he played better on Friday than he did on Saturday. But he had a positive plus-minus and a significant positive plus-minus. I think he had the second-best plus-minus on the team on Saturday. I mean, it's an interesting stat, and I, I think it's one of those things that you have to look at more at a long game. And certainly in the long game, the plus-minus numbers have never really been good for James Wiseman. Uh, he only has one game in the positive in, in the G League in seven games this year. But, I mean, that Friday game, he was spectacular. And it's just the mindset he has to carry that over and now to an NBA game and just kind of keep stacking games like this. But, I mean, he's got a, he's got a chance to play. I mean, with no Steph, Draymond, Andrew Wiggins, I mean, he's not going to start, I would imagine, but he's going to have a chance to play some minutes. Well, I'm pulling for him. I, you know, uh, he's under the microscope because of where he was drafted. And gosh darn it, if you, if you miss that much time, it, it's going to take you time to get your rhythm, your timing back. And you and I have talked about what a terrific athlete he is, and he's a, a great guy. I think he really cares. He listens, wants to be a, a heck of a player. And, and the two areas that I've said all along that I'm going to be looking for 
are rebounding and, and instincts on defense. That's about rotations, playing on and off the ball. And to me, uh, once that comes together, I, I'm not at all worried about his offensive game. I think you said he went 11 for 13 on one of them. Uh, yeah. That, that's all going to come together. He looks like he has good hands. Looks like he's got a face-up touch. But to be honest with you, you know, I, I'm watching, and I, I shared this with you about a month ago. I, I could envision him in due time becoming a guy like Aiton. Uh, and what do they ask him to do? Just run the floor. And Chris Paul and Booker are going to get you the ball. you got good hands. You finish around the rim. You, you position rebound well. And, uh, uh, you know, he's going to fill out, get bigger, stronger. He's still young like Kaminga. And, you know, we just, we just got to stay positive and, and give this guy some time. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Three college games. I mean, you've all heard the stats of how many games he's played. I I don't need to run through them for you again, but it it takes longer for a big to develop, and and the defense certainly needs to come along for James Wiseman to really start being an impact player in the NBA. We will see how this time in the G League has served him if he does get out there to take on Utah on Wednesday. And he could very well get reassigned to Santa Cruz after that game. He could play in Santa Cruz Friday and Sunday and not miss a game with Golden State because Golden State plays Wednesday, Saturday. We'll see how that goes. Another guy who could be getting a, a serious bump in minutes that you alluded to Gary was Moses Moody and he had been out of the rotation for a handful of games but he got back in it for the game against the Houston Rockets and really performed well he hit all three of his three-pointers 11 points and Steve Kerr after the game said you know yeah there were the turnover and foul troubles that he had earlier in the year that kept him out of the rotation but it was also just kind of a numbers game because you don't want to go too much uh, past 10 guys that that you you want to give significant minutes to over the course of a game and he'd been really good in practice he'd had a really good attitude he's always had that professional mindset and really paid off against Houston wasn't as good against Indiana but he's gonna have another opportunity tomorrow night against Utah well well said and and you know here's the deal you and I've talked about his his basketball acumen I, I I love his feel for the game as a young player uh, I don't see him people speeding him up. He stays within himself and and uh, goes to his strengths. Uh, I think he uh, he's solid on the defensive end. He's never going to be a stopper, kind of like Clay was in his day. But uh, you know, he he can knock down shots, and I I just uh, I, I just like his future. I, I think it's it's bright. And and with that said. Uh, he, he, you know, he hadn't been playing because, as you said, coaches aren't going to in regular season. They're not going to play 12 guys. So there's a number, a cutoff, because you don't want to be playing you and I and the next guy three minutes or four minutes apiece. You want to give one guy probably 10 or 12 minutes because you want guys to find a rhythm. So with that said, he hadn't been playing for a while, but he had to be doing his work because that first game back uh, – you helped me. I think he. I think he knocked down three threes. Yep. Uh, and and it, that to me, that's maturity for me. Uh, you know, not as good last night, but that's okay. He knows he's going to get minutes uh, tomorrow night. And uh, again, we're all pulling for him. 
He's actually, and you would you wouldn't think it by the kind of time he he'd gotten in recent games. He's actually averaging more minutes per game this year than he did as a rookie. Fifteen minutes per game right now, twelve minutes per game as a rookie last year with the NBA champion Golden State Warriors. Well, after Wednesday, Gary, we get the NBA <laughs> Finals rematch uh, with, with your hometown team, the Boston yeah. Celtics, by far the best regular season team so far this year. I mean, considering the turmoil with the Ime Udoka situation, you bring in Joe Mazzula, you know, kind of right before training camp or right around there to to be the head coach. I I wasn't sure how this year was going to start, but in large thanks to Jason Tatum having an MVP-type kind of season, top five score around 30, 31 points per game, and Joe Mazzula's done a bang-up job. Mm. They have the best record in the NBA. They are 20-5 and to this point. It should be a really fun matchup Saturday night. Well, I will admit to you that when they're on at 4 or 4.30 in the afternoon, I am watching. And uh, I just love what they've done. They're, they're playing Brown and Tatum at the forward spots. And uh, White, who they got from San Antonio, has settled in, and he's a quality shooter. And, you know, Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year, and a tough son of a gun. And, uh, you know, I, I look at this team, and, and I say to myself, you know, Al Horford, they're, they're monitoring his minutes. They're taking care of him. Just signed a two-year extension. Uh, but the key to me if it were for the playoffs is William's going to come back because this guy is a defensive anchor. And I think Al helps him a lot in terms of experience. So I think they're looking at him coming back sometime within the month. And with that said, uh, you know, they, they got guys like Hauser who played at Marquette. And then you got Cornette. These guys coming off the bench that can pick and pop and make shots. And uh, Williams uh, is probably their best backup forward, the young guy from Tennessee. So they've got about a, and, and I, uh, Pritchard played at Oregon, didn't he? Is that where he yes, played? Yes, he did. Yep. And uh, I like him. If I was another team, that'd be a guy I'd, I'd be hunting, you know, maybe uh, in a trade. But I don't know that they're going to give him up. But great, got great job coaching, great veteran leadership, love the style of play. They play a little bit like the Warriors. They really move the ball. They want to get out in the open court. And like the Warriors in the past, I think they've been underrated defensively so far. I like what they're doing on the defensive end. Switching probably a lot of one through five. So, uh, you know, they'll come in here and there'll be a lot of memories. Uh, that'll be a marquee game, and, and they're, they're a heck of a team. I, I can easily say that I think they're the best team in the NBA right now. And they lead the NBA in points per game, so they lead it in scoring third in field goal percentage, first in three-point field goal percentage, first in free throw percentage for the Boston Celtics this year. Do want to spend the last couple of minutes of our show before we hand it off to Dan Devone and Alan Stiles from 7 to 10 p.m. here on 95.7 The Game, talking about Stephen Curry being named Sports Illustrated's Mm. Sports Person of the Year. Over the course of 2022, he was named the NBA Finals MVP. He graduated from Davidson, and he's done tons of charity work, had the seed funding for the men's and women's golf team at Howard, and you know he, he never ceases to amaze for what he's done on the court and off the court. Yeah, I just tip my hat to him. Uh, I, I kid people and say, he, we have 24 hours in, a, in our day. He has 48 because he <laughs> gets so much done. I, I don't understand it. He, he, you know, wonderful wife and family and – uh, you know, parents and 
he's just a fabulous guy. He's, he's always trying to help people. And, uh, you know, quick one. Look at Atlanta, the issue with Trey Young uh, coming off the bench. And look earlier in the year when Steph did that. That's Steph Curry. He, he's the guy that makes all of this work. He's earned all of this, and he's handled it in a beautiful, beautiful way, and uh, nothing but plaudits to him. Uh, fabulous. And you know what? Uh, what do you think, Kev? What have we seen him, like five commercials a day? Uh, <laughs> At least. It, it's amazing, you know. And, and you know what? The modesty, the humility, uh, you just love it about the guy, and uh, he's he's the guy. He's the he's the guy that makes this all work, and uh, we're we're very very blessed to have been able to watch him for his entire career and MVPs and championships. But is as good as he is on the court. This sounds like a cliche. He's just as good or better off the court. It has been a pleasure to have in Golden State now for his 14th season with the Warriors and still very, very much in his prime, averaging 30 points, six and a half Mm. rebounds, and seven assists per game this year, shooting 50% from the field, 43 from downtown, and 91 from the line. So a potential 50-40-90 season again for Mr. Curry. Well, that will do it for us today. Again, the Warriors... In Utah tomorrow night to take on the Jazz, 6 p.m. tip time on 95.7. The game, Tim Roy will be on the call for you. And then they come back home to take on the Boston Celtics in the 2022 NBA Finals rematch. Our next Warriors roundtable will be next Thursday, December 15th, because there's a back-to-back Tuesday and Wednesday in Milwaukee and Indiana. And now we hand it over to Dan Devone and Alan Stiles. They'll have you from 7 to 10 p.m. A big thank you to Cam Williams running the show for us tonight. For Gary St. Jean, I'm Kevin Dana saying so long, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.